0: skype i hate you
1: oh yes you would have hated it last week yeah skype's a (laughs) 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 d-bag
2: it's only super funny because it's you greg yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) this is episode 302 on june 13th 2019 Everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast where we talk about iPhone photography and other things. I'm Joseph ferrera
1: I'm Dave Podner.
2: I'm Greg McMillan. And I'm Matt Hoffman.
0: Woohoo! We got this thing rolling. All right.
2: Yay. Uh, <laughs> See, 27th <27 laughs> time's a charm. That's right.
0: Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad we are here. Um, still haven't put out last episode. So, but that'll happen. Um, but uh just want to say thanks to Greg and Dave for holding down the fort last week. Uh things got a little crazy for me and uh and so it's always nice to have crazy friends that can take over and keep on going. So, uh, oh yeah.
1: <laughs> well, things got crazy for it. us too. About <laughs> yeah, about to say, yeah. Yeah.
2: and for a second there i had a brain fart and couldn't remember where the heck i was but i was on vacation (laughs) that's right (laughs) he was the
0: only sane one in the group all right um (laughs) well let's uh let's go ahead and uh move into our focus point focus point all right well we have a uh, a couple things to talk about, and I thought we would go ahead and start off with uh, Matt and uh, a device that he's been playing with, and uh, just give us a update on what you've been doing.
2: All right, yeah. Um, I don't remember if I had mentioned on the show or not that I picked this up recently, but I uh, I got a, a DXO one camera recently um so if anyone doesn't know what that is it's a it's a it's a camera in and of itself that you could plug in to your iphone via the lightning port and i think they also have a a, like an android version that uses um micro usb uh, whatever yeah something like that um and essentially your phone then is becoming like the viewfinder and kind of the uh like the controls for the DXO 1 camera mm. um so when when it came out which i think was maybe in 2016 or 2015 i forget exactly 2015 i believe um it was expensive it was uh the msrp on it was like 600 bucks um which was really expensive and um it ended up getting discontinued i think last last year i believe uh dxo entered bankruptcy and um part part of that resulted in them discontinuing this this camera Um, so now you could pick them up really, really inexpensively. Um, I got this one on Amazon for like, I don't know, like 120 bucks or something like that. Um, but it's, uh, like I said, it's, 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 it's its own camera. So it's got a one inch sensor inside. Um, it's 20 megapixels and, uh, it's, Pretty much like the same sensor that you would find in like a Sony RX100 or, you know, a, a compact camera like that. Um, it, uh, it can shoot raw, which is pretty awesome. Um, and it'll do like its own little proprietary format that they call Super Raw, which is basically, uh, um, I don't know, it's kind of similar to like what some other uh, cameras are doing even like the, the HDR stuff where it's taking like a series of pictures in succession and then kind of blending them together. Nice. So the, the, the super raw is essentially four raw images that are taken in you know just rapid succession. Um, the deal with that though is that uh, the super raw will not transfer to your phone. Um, so you'd have to take your memory card out of the DXO one and plug that into a, a computer and, and, uh, get the images, uh, that way on the computer basically. But, um, so I, I, haven't played with the super raw or whatever, but I've been shooting raw and the, uh, the image quality is really cool, um, you know, so I, I know a lot of people are probably still kind of confused by like what this is and and what I'm talking about, but um, so like essentially, I'm not I'm not taking pictures with the phone, like it's not using the phone's sensor or anything like that. I'm just using the phone as kind of the the controls. So, like I said, it acts as the viewfinder, um, and then. The DxO One has its own app that fires up when you plug the the camera into the phone, um, and it's it is a, a nice app. I mean, I have no issues with using it. Um, but basically, you could access kind of like different camera modes. Um, so it's got like a full uh, auto mode if you like to to shoot that way. Um, it has scene scene modes if you're familiar with that from like other yeah. um like dslrs and whatnot you know like your landscape or action or portrait um that kind of stuff um and then you could get into more advanced modes too like your aperture priority shutter priority um and then it'll even do full manual and the thing about manual on this or even shutter priority or aperture priority that makes this different from shooting with your iPhone is that, um, you know, with your iPhone, you don't have control over your aperture. You know, your iPhone has a fixed ap- aperture yep. with the DXO one, you have an aperture range of uh, F 1.8 through F 11. Nice. Um, yeah. So uh that's definitely pretty cool. And the one thing like, that I really like,
0: could, what's could, that? Could you add like um, an ND filter or anything like that to it?
2: Uh, I was going to touch on that in a little bit, but oh, okay. I'll answer that question now. <laughs> so um, that that was actually going to be like, so I'm, you know, I'm gonna gush about this camera because I love it. Um, but if I had one major complaint about it, it's that there's not really a way to attach filters. Uh, um, they they did make a uh, an adapter or whatever that you could get, but I cannot find it anywhere to that where it's still available to purchase. I've searched high and low because it would be very nice to have that. Like even uh, today, um, I stopped in a in a park uh, that I shoot in fairly often, and it was kind of wet because we had a pretty rainy day today, and so like all the the leaves and everything are wet, and everything was shiny, and the place where I was at had like a lot of like rocks and stuff, and they were all like shiny, and there was a creek and everything, and just having a polarizing filter on the front of this camera would have been a lifesaver mm-hmm. um but you know without hand holding a, a filter you know in front of the the camera there really wasn't a way to facilitate that which kind of stinks um that's literally like the only thing <laughs> so far that I don't like about this camera mm-hmm. um i'm finding it to be very very enjoyable to use um having that f1.8 even though this is still in the grand scheme of sensors a one inch sensor is pretty small i mean it's way bigger than your iphone sensor but it's still a pretty pretty small sensor but um you do get that shallow depth of field um if you check out my Instagram, I think my most recent post is a, a lady lady slipper orchid yeah. that I took a picture of when I was up in Michigan last week. and um I was pretty much able to focus on the flower and pretty much isolate it from the background just by putting this camera in its portrait um scene mode. And uh, it did a, you know the the background blur is optical. It's not using any kind of computational photography or anything like that. So it it looks really good. I was really pretty pleased with it. And then, you know, the the manual mode is awesome as well and gives you, you know, lots of control over everything. You know, you have control over your ISO, um, which basically goes from like ISO 100 up to, um, I think it'll go up to 51,200. I haven't really scrolled up the whole way to see how high it goes, but I think that's how high it goes. And, um, you know, I already mentioned the apertures 1.8 through f11, and then even the the shutter speeds on it. Um, you can go uh, down to 30 seconds on it, which is pretty sweet. Um, so, you know, if you're trying to do some slow shutter type stuff uh, it has the ability to do that. I haven't uh, yet had the opportunity to do any kind of slow shutter stuff with it yet, but um, uh, it'll do uh, as slow as 30 seconds and as fast as 1 8000th of a second. <laughs> uh, how does it feel on your phone? Um, so on its own the thing weighs like less than 3 ounces. Uh so it's pretty light. So it doesn't really feel weird like the phone is significantly heavier than the the camera. Um it, but I do find that um while I think technically you could use this one-handed, um I really don't like the amount of like pressure then that the phone is putting on the lightning adapter. Um so i feel like this is a two-handed thing like one hand on your phone and one hand on the DXO1 camera yeah um so yeah it's it is kind of a two-handed thing when i was using it today it was like a little bit awkward because i was trying to hold an umbrella and also uh-huh. uh, uh, operate this so it was a little cumbersome um but overall, it's really not that bad. What about the and then, um, uh, what? What about like
0: if you have a case? Do you have to take the case
2: off? Um, I would imagine that some cases would probably impede the ability for the lightning connector to to fully uh, plug in. Um, I have the moment case on my phone, so um, it's the moment case is actually like pretty open on the bottom. So I don't have any issues. Uh, I don't have to take the case off or anything, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. And then um, like the other thing I like too is like the shutter button works just like any other camera, half press to focus, um, you know, full press to take the picture. Um, But then the other nice thing is that, you know, Since you're doing this through your iPhone, you know, using the app, you could, you know, touch your iPhone screen to focus where you want to focus, um, and to adjust exposure and all that fun stuff. Hmm. Um, so that makes it really super convenient, in my opinion, um, the other thing I wanted to mention about this is like if anyone's listening to me babble on about this, and you think, "Hey, man, that sounds pretty cool," and for the super reduced price, I might want to check it out. Um, you know, if you start researching it online, and there's like plenty of reviews and and things of that nature, um, the uh, the specs and some of the reviews are not. Um, totally accurate so you're gonna want to look at like when those were published so basically if it's something that was published in 2015 um it's not going to be like up to date uh in 2016 they had a firmware update for this camera that actually added um a whole lot of features to it um it expanded the the shutter speed from like the slowest being 15 seconds. Now it goes up to 30 seconds. Um, It added the ability for this camera to to be used on its own without the phone. And the camera has like a little LCD screen on the back that is uh, primarily used to tell you just like the information, the, the shooting information, like the scene mode that you're in and, it'll show you some other stuff like um uh like your exposure compensation and and all that fun stuff right but with the firmware update it will actually act as like a rudimentary viewfinder so it's uh it's really hard to explain i would have to like take a picture of it with my iphone and to so you could see what i'm talking about but it's basically just like this uh old school dot matrix LCD black and white uh, viewfinder, but it but it works. Functionally, it, okay. it works on its own. And then um, they also added the ability to um, connect the camera to your phone um, uh, through wireless like through Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. And then you could remotely trigger the camera with your phone. Nice. Yeah, it's it's so awesome. Like I am, I am just like loving this thing. And I think since I've gotten it, I think I've taken more pictures with it than I have with my phone, and definitely <laughs> more pictures with it than with like any of my other cameras.
0: That's cool. I uh, yeah. It just it sounds like it's. Uh... You know especially with this the very small viewfinder having your phone is definitely a plus um, is there are there any other like drawbacks to it I know that you know you're, you're other than um, the uh, ND filters or being able to put filters on it is there any other drawbacks that or things that you wish that it would they would have done better
2: um, geez, nothing that's really jumping out at me. Um, some people might not like that it doesn't record GPS information, um, or at least I'm pretty sure that it doesn't. Um, I, I haven't seen that in, uh, like any of the, uh, I haven't really seen that in any of the, um, uh, Menus or anything, okay. yeah. So I don't, I don't think it'll record GPS information. Um, does it save the images
0: to a uh, separate app, or does it go straight into your um, uh, into your photo library?
2: Oh yeah, that's what I didn't uh, mention. So um, the DXO One takes a micro SD card. Right. So uh, it also has built in uh, memory as well. Um, so depending on how you set it up and which uh, photo format you're using, you could, you could have the, the photos go um, to your phone and the memory card. So they'll go right into your photos app. Nice. And, and save on the memory card, um, or you could select to only have them save to the memory card. Um, but if you're using the Super Raw uh, function, they will only save to the memory card. They won't go on your phone. Yeah. Okay. But raw, raw, regular raw and JPEG, you could have those go right to your uh, Photos app, which is pretty cool. Nice. And then I. I did forget to mention that it uh it shoots video you could shoot video with it um and don't ask me any kind of video specs cuz I don't know <laughs> um it's MPEG4 but uh, beyond that I I don't have a clue about the video shooting okay. um I did shoot a video with it I just don't know a lot about video specs um and then uh uh, oh gosh, there was one other thing I was going to say. Now I lost my train of thought. I forget it was probably super important. <laughs> um, it it uh the, it has a rechargeable battery, so you plug it in with a USB, and uh, it's actually a micro USB, so um, it recharges pretty fast, and. Um, it could actually. Uh, one other thing I didn't mention is it'll swivel. So, it, um, oh, like nice. if you had your, uh, you know, your phone like perfectly straight or whatever, the camera itself could swivel sixty degrees up or down. Nice. So that's nice. Like, you know, if you're trying to get down low or whatever, you could swivel the, um, you could swivel the camera sixty degrees up. Uh, and, and then have it pointing straight ahead so that your phone screen is facing up towards you. Nice. You know what I mean? So, so you could get you know creative angles easier. Basically, is what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah. Well, that's cool. <sighs>
2: yeah, I've been uh, I have been shooting with this thing a ton lately, and I just I just think it's so cool. It's so fun, and for the for the price, I mean, you know starting off at 599 bucks and now to get it for barely 100. more than a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Amazon has it for one Oh eight. Is it, did you get it from Amazon?
2: I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, you know, so if, if you're interested, you got to kind of watch what you're getting though. Like, um, they have like refurbs and whatnot. <clears throat> but I wouldn't recommend getting one of those if at all possible, just because I don't think it comes with anything. like it doesn't come with a a charging cable. I mean, most people have micro USB cables or whatever, so it's probably not a real big deal. but um those referred ones don't come with anything. It's just the camera in a in a box, and that's it.
0: I think. and the then you also. One- that they have right now, the Amazon, Amazon's choice, the DxO one, um, is not a refurb and it's one Oh eight. Um, yeah. And yeah, I don't see any ones that are uh, lower than that. So I think Amazon just, you know made that a choice and they uh, were able to um, get that on there cool
2: yeah and then you know they also have the um, they have the uh, Android version as well which actually is more expensive for some reason than the uh, than the iPhone or it'll work on iPad too. So the the Apple version, huh? I don't know why, but yeah, for yeah, a hundred nine bucks. Hell, I'd pick one up again. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Not really, but I, <laughs> I, I, I'm really loving this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Well,
0: cool, awesome. Well, I, I can't wait to hear more about uh, what you're doing with it, and uh, um, and definitely, um, you know, anything that comes up that you find, just let us know, and you know, we'll update everybody. Who knows? We'll, we may get a like a DxO club going within Tiny Shutter. <laughs>
2: oh man, I didn't even think to look and see if there is such a thing. <laughs> uh very cool uh
0: and then uh let's go ahead and move on we're going to talk to uh greg because he was playing with a case or something like that yeah
3: (laughs) well uh shutter case actually um so when when i first got my shutter case for my iphone Uh, the, okay. So for those who don't know, shutter case is a, it's a phone case, but it has a, uh, a battery pack that slips on. So that would be basically at the foot of the phone so that when you hold it sideways, uh, it acts as a grip. Um, and and it's removable and they have a flat, um, like a kind of like a leather type, um, plate that you could slide in its place. And, On the shutter case, there's a, right where your finger would naturally go as if you were holding a camera, there's a button that is mechanically connected to the volume down button on the other side of the phone. And when you push the button, it hits the volume button, which actually takes the photo. And what's nice about this is that it doesn't require uh, a Bluetooth connection because it's purely mechanical. So it's a really, uh, a really good idea. And when I first got my shutter case, like they make a couple of different lens mounts. That the lens mount this case is modular, so um, you know obviously you can remove the battery and and whatnot. You can even you know buy a separate battery if you have want to have a spare. But the uh, the the lens mount that goes over the cameras, it can come off, and you can put uh, you know another one on. So the first one when I mounted the lenses and I put this in my review that I wrote on my website, the lenses would sit crooked and it was pretty much unusable because with the moment lenses that would render the images out of focus on one side of it, you know, and and the clear part of the image would be way off center. And that that was for both for my iPhone 10 S max, that was for both the wide angle camera on the iPhone and the, telephoto so i told him about that I, I spoke to um felix fan he's the design guy and and one of the co-founders of the company uh we chatted through private messages on twitter and you know i explained to him what was happening and and i told him i was going to put it in my review and everything else so i did that well they've done their homework and they've hit it out of the park um They've got a new design for the lens mount portion, which I bought and put it on. And wow, those lenses sit straight as a board and on both for both cameras, and it works amazing. Uh, it, so it's extremely usable now, and I'm really liking it. Um, they've reinforced the part that you put the lens in like it's like a bayonet mount you put it in and put a quarter turn to the right and that locks it into place with the old lens mount it was a little loose for the telephoto Uh, it just wasn't very snug but for this one here you could put it on and it's not going to fall off at all there's no there's no you don't have to worry about it um excuse me uh what they've done is they've reinforced it with some, some metal and it's on the backside of it. You can't see it unless it's off, uh, unless that part of the case is taken apart. But they've reinforced both lens openings with metal and it's it's it works fantastic. So I'm going to update my review and um, definitely give it two thumbs up because uh, it's really cool. And the one I've got, I've ordered a white one. Which is really it's a it's a really nice um, change for the for the case. It looks really sharp. They have a, a silver. Um, I want I want to say embossed, but I don't think it's embossed. I think it's actually metal put right in there um, of their logo on the opposite side from where the lenses mount to it, which really looks cool. Um, so it it just they've really amped up their game on 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 this this whole idea. The there's a new version of the case for the 10s and 10s Max, and I would imagine it's for the 10 as well. Where so there's an oval um, bevel around the lens openings, and on the new case it carries right on down to the main part of the case. Uh, my case doesn't have that, and I was concerned that I wouldn't be able to fit the telephoto on because I I was thinking that my um, my original case here would be in the way, but it doesn't impede it at all. Uh, I'll put pictures on my update of my review, and I'll send the guys a link to um, put in our Facebook group since I'm not in there anymore, but I'll send the guys a link, the, and uh, we can add that to the Facebook group. But it's, it's really um, it's a really good case now, and I would highly recommend it. Uh, nice. The extra battery life is amazing.
0: And is this on uh, – where where can you get this? Where can you pick it up?
3: Yeah, you, you just go to their website, ShutterCase.com, and you can order it there.
0: Cool. All right. Um, let's go ahead and uh, let's move into our post-pick of the week. And it helps if I have this pulled up. <laughs> and – You know, it's been a week, but, you know, I... Okay, here we go. Post-Pict of the Week. All right. We are ending our weekly photo challenge, which was automotive. And uh, I, I, I saw an image of a... 1969 Corvette Stingray and I said I like it and um, (laughs) and I told the guys I said I really like this one and I got a a lot of uh, a lot of agreement so uh, let me pull it up and it was done by Marilyn what was Marilyn's last name? Marilyn R-E-D-A. I hope I'm saying that correctly. And it is a beautiful green uh, Stingray that I just love the curves. It's a side profile pick. Um, It's just awesome. I think it's a beautiful automobile. And uh, so I wanted to see what you guys thought. What were your thoughts, Dave?
1: Yeah. And I love the shot. It actually reminds me from... If you ever seen vintage automobile magazines, yeah, from late 60s, early 70s, the kind of shots they would take, partially because of the um, the border she has on it, but just the way it's shot with the colors and everything, it just it literally looks like something you would pick out of the uh, the old magazines that you would have on uh, on a coffee table. With, yeah, like, yeah. here's the latest model, and it's showing it off in some kind of, you know, wild backwoods. So, yeah. no, de- definitely, definitely an eye catcher. Yes. What are your thoughts, Greg?
3: This car makes my teeth sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this thing is amazing. Uh, I mean, okay set aside the car itself but the photograph is actually just as amazing uh the, the nice um i don't know if it's considered to be like a hunter green or a forest green or what what the 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 name of the green is but it really looks amazing i'd love to see this car you know in real life because that paint job looks phenomenal and the 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 way she took the photo really emphasizes that uh so it's sitting on a paved road and right next to the car like behind the car on the side of the road is some like some growth that is higher than the car and there's some um i don't know what they're called but they're like uh they almost look like frag mites, but I don't think that's what they are. But anyway, they grow even higher still. So they're up poking up into the skyline, and there's some trees further back. So, you know, everything is green in this. It's almost everything. Almost everything is green in this image. And she's added a nice vignette um, with that border. I don't know if she's done it in Camera Plus. Does the post say what she edited it in? No, I don't in?
0: think. No, it doesn't.
3: Okay. I would really love to know because it's a really
0: cool edit. Um, oh, there the is stuff thing... on the other side of the car. Hey? I said, oh, there is stuff on the other side of the car.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, really.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the,
3: the only thing that would make this photo um, better than 100% is the distance to the edge of the frame on the front bumper is very small compared to the back bumper. The back bumper leaves a little more space, uh, on the right side of the frame. Um, so if, if she was able to just center that up just a little bit, that, that would just put it over the top. But I mean, it's still a fantastic
2: image.
0: Yeah. What are your thoughts, Matt?
2: Um, my thoughts are pretty much everything that Greg just said, but what I'm really focused on in this image is the lighting, yeah. because I can't really figure it out. It kind of looks like maybe a um, high overhead sun that's like maybe filtered through the thinnest of clouds, but it also almost looks like artificial lighting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just really it, it does, and and like Dave said, it, it has that magazine look to it. And I think a, a big part of that is because of the way the car is lit. And I and I really like uh, um, the way there's the shadows and the highlights because they really accentuate the body lines of this car. Um, you know, they they just bring out the the aggressiveness of it and the the beauty of the you know the curves of the lines and everything. So um, yeah, I feel like this car was captured really well.
0: Yeah, I think 1969 is like almost the pinnacle of how cars were designed and manufactured, and after that is when they started to clamp down and and really add. Restrictions to the vehicles, but this is a beautiful image. Uh, I, I I think the noonday sun uh, has that effect, but also the vignetting is a uh, kind of counteracts uh, with the noonday sun and gives it that almost uh, like you're you set up a toy on a fake scene and you've got this image of of a beautiful car, but knowing that it is a real life full-size vehicle um it is a uh it is a beautiful image um so congratulations marilyn you are our post pick of the week winner if you would like to be chosen as post pick of the week you have two options you can go on to our facebook group and look, through our, uh, look for our weekly photo challenge. The other option is to go on to Instagram, post your images on your profile, and use the hashtag tinyshutter. And uh, we go through and try to uh, find an image because it's so difficult. There are so many good images on there. And uh, we use those for our post pick of the week. So, all right. Well... Uh, Let's go ahead and announce our next weekly photo challenge. And it is multicolor, multicolor, which means more than one, more than two, or should we say it should encompass the colors of the rainbow?
1: I would say as many as you can get in one shot.
0: And uh, Crayola crayon boxes don't count unless it's really, really good. All right,
2: <laughs> <laughs> really creative. <laughs> All right, uh, I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing like a sixty-four count of uh, crayons, like especially if it's a nice, fresh, new box. Ooh, yeah, and it's lit really well. Yes.
0: Ooh. Okay, the challenge has been thrown out there. <laughs> cool.
2: All right. It, uh, it's probably not going to win, but yeah, <laughs> you never know. You may be off. That it's week. true. <laughs> yeah. You do never know. You're right. Uh, that's
0: funny. All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and uh, um see here do you
1: guys want to
0: continue or do you want to uh wrap this up
1: now i want to mention one thing real quick okay and this is something um real quick that it's something that unfortunately i haven't gotten a chance to get to in the last couple of weeks um it was when i was out a few weeks ago taking a photo of a um of a fountain and I just wanted a, a really tight, down low look of right around the the, the concrete um, border around the fountain itself, getting a nice low angle shot. Mm-hmm. And of course, the one of disadvantage of taking with the camera with the uh, iPhone is that, well, the camera's on top, and I really wanted more of a vertical look than a horizontal. And I didn't want to do much cropping. So I just kind of put the camera, I put the phone upside down and took a picture and figured, oh, you know, when I bring it back up, what I'm going to have to do is I'll just manually flip it around and rotate it. Didn't realize that the ca- software was smart enough that you can put it upside down basically. And also that kind of helps with stabilization. That way you can just kind of put the top of the camera down on something to hold it still. I took the picture to move it back right side up and it automatically made the photo right side up. So I didn't have to, to reflip it over. Oh really? Mm Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to get, let's say uh, I tried a little bit earlier today um, when I went for a quick walk at lunch try and get some pictures of like a little um, grassy area and from down low and uh, again another low angle image from like grass level you can just stick your camera you know stick the phone straight down in there you can get right in there take the shot and when you flick the camera around it'll automatically make it so the sky's in the proper position you don't have to do any manual adjustment
0: and that's so it, that's if you want the camera part at the very bottom.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. You, and that, that kind of makes it easy because w- when your camera part's at the bottom, the shutter button's at the top right. where your thumb would be. So you don't have to do any weird hand manipulations or, you know, use anything. You can just hold it in your hand and boom, right there. Yeah, because when you, when you awesome. put
0: it on the photo app and you flip it around you can watch all the icons kind of um flip around with Mm -hmm. you
1: so it's just one of those little things that you may not realize that you can do to get a little extra you know a special shot or a unique angle that you wouldn't think about trying before yeah
0: i went through today and took some video of uh uh, we had a field day with the with the kids at the church and um, I did a video and I, I still love that little shutter button that you can use while while taking a video uh, because I, I kept the video going, but I, I was using the shutter button uh, below it to catch your uh, you know still shots. Mm,
1: yeah.
0: And um, I got I got some really good ones, but I wanted to have the video also. Uh, to be able to use um, in um, is it memories that
1: uh, yeah yeah you can create a memory and oh yeah. um and so I got
0: yeah yeah I got I got video plus stills and um, uh, to be able to post and you know just kind of show everybody what we did uh, and then I'll be uh, doing the same thing um, with other videos too so. I do I, I like that memory uh, memories um, function that's in uh, in the photos app that you know it it, it kind of gives you it gives you the chance to be creative without having to you know really stretch yourself and because um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of times it's like ah oh, it's too much work
2: mm-hmm. having to
0: find having to arrange everything and then find music and all the other stuff it's like ah oh, it does it for me <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so you yeah, know i do like that function of being able to capture the stills cuz even before that i would stop a video you know and thought, man that looks really good and screenshot it and you know as, as a way to capture uh, that moment in the video but now they do it you know they give you the option to do that uh, already very cool alright well uh, is there anything else that you guys want to bring up No, I can't think nope. of anything nope alright well I'll go ahead and play this we came we saw we kicked its ass barely Barely. All right. Um, <laughs> that was Skype. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let's start with you, Matt. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you?
2: All right. You can check me out on Instagram, uh, Flickr, Twitter, and the artful iPhonography community at M. Hoffman Photo. Awesome. Dave.
1: Sure, you can find me on uh, Instagram, and well, at least when Instagram's up. Yeah, <laughs> um, Instagram and Twitter as ProfPod and Greg.
3: You can find me on Instagram at Macmillan Photo, on Twitter McMillan underscore photo, and on the Artful Life Photography Community as Greg McMillan.
0: Excellent. You can find me on Instagram at Joseph Ferrera. You can find links to our show notes to our post-pick-of-the-week winners, and uh, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, YouTube, and all that, even our stickers, by going to tinyshutter.com. Yeah, it was kind of annoying that uh, Instagram was down, but, uh, you know, what can you do? I thought there was something wrong with my internet. (laughs) So I started blaming it on that. All right. Well, gentlemen, I think it's time for us to say goodnight. Why don't you say goodnight to everybody?
1: Goodnight, everybody. Have a great week. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week.
1: Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you, Kowalski? What's our trajectory? Ninety-five percent certain
0: this will end in massive flaming <laughs> disaster. And the other five percent
2: irrelevant, sir. I'm doing the work. I'm baby stepping. I'm not a slacker. This don't make no sense.
0: Watch your language, young fella. This is a public market.
1: Hey, Joe. Can you can you add something back in for a second? Sure. Okay. Just because I forgot this, because it's getting late and it's almost midnight. Sure. And at midnight, it will be Ruth's birthday. <gasps> Happy birthday, oh,
0: wow. Ruth. Happy birthday,
1: Ruth. 29 Happy. again. <laughs> Woohoo.
2: Wow. What a, that's amazing. <laughs> Happy birthday, <I> Ruth.
0: <laughs> we'll call this the Tiny Shutter uh, Ruth Fan Club. Woohoo.